Hello and welcome to another episode of Cranky Talk, a show for av geeks and non-av geeks alike. We continue to tackle everything happening in the aviation world in the time of COVID, and today we just threw this thing together, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry to the non-av geeks because it's going to get pretty geeky today. Says uh, the non-av geek. We, yeah, we uh, we had a whole other episode planned for this week, but uh, the fine people at Spirit and Frontier uh, literally got together and uh, yeah. <laughs> merger time, baby. Merger time, yeah. See, uh, see uh, how, how they can make the uh, the best worst giant airline. How dare you? <laughs> well, this is true though, and so we decided. You know what? We're gonna just push the one we had planned until next time, uh, and instead, we're gonna talk about Frontier and Spirit merging. And uh, this week, our sponsor, well, we don't have one because we just put this together at the last minute. So, <laughs> so hey, let's yeah. just thank all the Cranky Network Award sponsors again. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, we're, we're very happy that you'll be joining us in less than two weeks here on February 24th. So uh, I guess, Dave, let's move right into this here. Uh, sure. Okay. So why did this happen, Brett? <laughs> oh, to anger you. I think <laughs> Dave loves mergers, yes. as you'll find out shortly. I yeah, not I am not the biggest fan of corporate consolidation. Uh, this is this is not my preferred thing, but yes. Why did this happen? Frontier and Spirit are merging. Uh, the new combined company will be controlled by Frontier, so the uh, Frontier shareholders will have a fifty-one and a half percent, with the balance going to Spirit. And uh, they're also going to pay Spirit some cash out on this because Spirit's bigger. Uh, but they will be combining if the regulators let them. Uh, and the only other thing we know is that the chairman of the board will be Bill Frankie, who runs Indigo Partners, which owns Frontier today and uh, used to own a, a big chunk of Spirit. Uh, and we know nothing else. So there's our starting point, Dave. Great. So for the folks following along, that's a, a lot of points on the board for the green team. Uh, the, green, the green team. <laughs> the animal. Yeah. Uh, okay. Why did they do this? Oh, well, money for sure. But uh, sure. I, I mean, this is a merger that has been rumored for, oh, God. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ever. I guess ever since... Indigo bought Frontier because Indigo used to own a big stake in Spirit, and they own a stake in a bunch of ultra low cost airlines around the world, um, including Wizz Air, which is just the strangest named airline ever. But hey, it crushes it and makes them a ton of money. Um, so they sold their stake in Spirit and then went and bought Frontier. Uh, Frontier was owned by Republic with a it was a very bad strategy. They had started to turn around, and they got it for nothing. So it was a great financial move for them. When that happened, I think everyone just assumed, hey, Spirit and Frontier will end up merging. They're both ultra-low-cost carriers. They both operate the same Airbus narrow-body airplanes, same basic model. Why would they not merge? Uh, and right. so now it has finally happened, and uh, no one is surprised. And I think we should note here that I, it doesn't seem like there, there's going to be a ton of regulatory pushback on this, right? Neither of them have enough market share anywhere to really raise the Fed's hackles. 
I don't know. <laughs> if this were during the Trump administration, I would guarantee that to be the case. <laughs> However, in the Biden administration, there has definitely been uh, more concern about consolidation and mergers. But, yeah. but yes, these are still small. This will create the fifth largest airline in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, behind American Delta United and uh, Southwest. But it's a distant fifth. <laughs> it's not really right. that overwhelmingly concerning. They do have some overlap, but most of the overlap's in Florida, which really, sure. who cares about that anyway? Oh, I'm sure the people who live in Florida. Uh, I think this will get a strongly worded letter from the feds, and that's about it. I don't even know that they bother with that, but they could. Yeah. Who knows? You know, they've decided to challenge strange, th- strange things, so... You never know which way the winds will blow, but I think they'd have a hard time with it. I mean, if this goes to court and they say, hey, here's our case, this is anti-competitive, I don't know how you prove that. You know, hey, they have too much presence in Orlando or Fort Lauderdale, like, okay, make them give up a gate or something. I I don't know. I I just – it's a really hard sell to make, especially for one where the fares are really low for both of them. It's not like, you know, that this is going to give them some magical market power that they can jack up fares because that's not their model. Their their model is low fares. Uh, yeah, I can attest to that. I'm flying Spirit next week. Uh, yes. I, uh... this, we may have to delay our next podcast again, Dave, because this is what the people want to hear. Yeah, tall man flies Spirit Airlines. That's uh, fine. You had extra legroom, right? Didn't you get exit row? Yeah, I got the exit row seat. I didn't you get the big front seat. You should have uh, gone big front seat. Uh, big front seat was pretty expensive for for that route. So you uh, have a very warped <laughs> vision of what expensive means. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay, so there's probably not going to be a ton of regulatory pushback. They think that they're going to be able to get this done by the end of this year. Uh, and all signs are pointing to something like that being very likely. Yeah, so, probably so. Right. So who wins, who loses here? Uh, well, I mean, the money people always win, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I would assume, you know, the people of spirit, assuming this gets approved and everything, uh, you know, they're going to make out pretty handsomely here. Yep. Uh, the... People at Frontier are going to as well, but it's a little bit different for them. I mean, for them, it's more betting on the continued growth, which, by the way, guaranteed continued growth because they have something like 350 airplanes on order between the two of them. And they they only have 283 planes right now or had at the end of the year of 2021. Right. So massive growth was coming to both airlines anyway. Right. Um, you know, I think the way they're looking at it is – Look, we're two airlines doing basically the same thing. We don't really fight that much, but where we do fight, like, what's the point? We'd right. rather we'd rather be able to have like a single cohesive network, and then it'll also be useful for getting presence in cities that are smaller. I, I think about you know a lot of the stuff Spirit's been trying to do lately. They've been pushing into like, where do they go? They went to Milwaukee and St. Louis and. Uh, Salt Lake they just went into, stuff like that. You know, these are markets that they can serve with something of a skeleton, but now you add in Frontier, maybe you add Denver connections to some of these Midwest cities, uh, or they may already exist, 
uh, mm-hmm. in some cases. But you provide a little more utility to the locals there uh, and, and make it easier for them. The other thing you do is, and this I think is a real benefit here, if things go wrong, you have more options to help <laughs> if a traveler gets stuck. Sure. Um, so, you know, more flights, potentially more destinations. It just should create a more national type of operation. Um, still heavy Florida. Both airlines have more than half their flights touching Florida. Sure. Uh, but, you know, I think it, it probably does create more more of a footprint for them, and, and that is better in some sense. Okay, so who loses here besides all of the staff who will be made redundant? Oh, I don't think there will be anyone made redundant, man. Really? How would there be? Look, I mean, maybe you have some headquarters staff, maybe, but they're looking to more than double in the next few years. Okay, so this like, is this is this is not so much. Uh, I mean, I guess it is kind of a takeover, but it, it truly is like we're just we're combining these two fairly decently large airlines to form one big airline. There's not. You're not thinking that they're going to cut back on routes or planes or anything like that? Oh, God, no. I mean, they're okay. definitely not cutting back on planes. They have so many coming. Okay. I mean, they could they could cut some routes, right? Like, they could rationalize. Mm-hmm. But we have no way of knowing what that would be because they haven't even announced a management team. We don't know. Sure. I mean, all we know is that Indigo is, is driving this, right? But Indigo used to own Spirit. Now they own Frontier. They both have similar goals of driving down cost to nothing and keeping fares low. But they've gotten to that point in slightly different ways. So we don't know which strategy will be adopted. Okay. So long term, uh, are consumers going to be faced with, you know, the expectation that they had is that, you know, Frontier and Spirit would be at the bottom end of the pool of fares available. So are prices going to go up after this merger? I, I can't imagine that they would. Because they're not, I mean, they were never really competing against each other. Sure, there's some markets they're competing against each other. There's always going to be overlap once you get big enough. Mm-hmm. But this is not the kind of thing where they go into these markets thinking, oh, we're going to crush Frontier with low fares or something like that. It's more, hey, we're going to go into this market and we're going to take all that really price sensitive leisure traffic either by stimulating it or taking off the bottom end of the big guys and that's entirely predicated on having low fares. You can't stimulate if you don't have low enough fares. Right. So that is the model. I think for them, this is more about how do we squeeze out costs? So, you know, we, you talked about redundancies or whatever. I think you can get your headquarters, your overhead costs down, uh, but not by getting rid of people. You're just going to have enough people now that you'll be able to to grow without having to add more overhead and you'll be able to do more with fewer people at the headquarters uh, than if they were growing independently. And so that's part of it. You also get additional buying power and negotiating power with airports and and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, no, I mean, the, the whole model is about we need a low fare. And when you talk about Florida, you have airlines that are big there like JetBlue and Southwest. Airlines that don't have the same model, they don't have the same level of density. And so if they let fares go up, then that's, you know, that's the one weapon they have against Southwest and JetBlue. Okay. 
So, all right, so more future prediction here. Uh, um, so you mentioned the Frontier is basically, this is going to be managed by the folks of Frontier. So well, we don't know that. We don't know that. All right. Uh, all we know is that the chairman of the board is the guy who currently owns Frontier. The surviving entity is technically Frontier, and the shareholders will have a slightly more than majority stake in the new company. So from a financial standpoint, they're in charge, but we don't know anything about the management team at all. Um, maybe they'll just put them into an airplane and have a fight and see who comes out the other side. <laughs> is uh, is Frontier going to come out on branding? Or are we going to get rid of all these uh, yellow planes everywhere? No clue. <laughs> no clue. What's your prediction? That's what I'm asking. What's I, your prediction? I don't – okay. All else being equal, I think they stick with Spirit. And it's very simple. Spirit is bigger, more airplanes. So that's fewer planes they have to paint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they do that and if you're thinking about costs that's you know there you go but anecdotally spirit is also probably the more well-known brand i think it probably is yeah i, I would agree um but you know it depends where you are i mean in, sure. in colorado it's not but maybe it doesn't matter uh but ultimately i do think spirit's a good brand i think frontier's a good brand i mean they both have some baggage that come with them but it hasn't hindered their success at this point so I think you could go either way. It would be fine. The other thing I think it is possible, if they can find a way to monetize this decision, they will figure that out. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you do that. But, you know, if, if someone really has a vested stake in keeping a name, <laughs> then they would be happy to do that. Like, because they also don't know where the headquarters will be at. And Spirits in South Florida, Frontiers in Denver, no question they're going to have the localities fight it out see who can give the best deal to keep it there right so you know does it get to the point where they say well we're gonna have our headquarters in denver but then we're gonna keep some support staff in florida and you know what this is spirit you you can be confident that it'll remain spirit and then you know governor what's his face in florida is like cool here's a bunch of money thanks for doing that i don't know uh sure but I, I don't think Governor Polis in Colorado is above that either. Uh, oh, no, no, no. But I'm just saying, like, the idea being you could split it, right? Like, sure. if you're saying, well, the headquarters is moving, but we're keeping spirit and the presence. I mean, they play those games all the time. The, yeah. Didn't Alaska off. say that Virgin Virgin America would still be Virgin America no matter what? Blah, blah, no. blah, blah, blah. And, you <laughs> they know, did not and now say all, that. Of, all those planes are, are, are uh, Alaska planes now. They uh, did not say that. It was always uh, going to be Alaska. Yeah. But the, I, I remember them saying the spirit of Virgin Virgin America will oh, be the preserved. Spirit. Yeah, they were going to keep the best of both. They, they kept them. They kept the mood lighting. The mood lighting's just blue. That's uh, right. Which I like better. The, the every time I got on a Virgin America plane, I just felt like I was not cool enough. Which I'm I not, never. But I never flew Virgin America, but I can really? attest to that. Uh, yeah, but you would like that. You you'd be all about Virgin America if you had. I can't believe you never flew them. Never flew them. Okay, so circling back a little bit here to routes, you really don't think that there are going to be any route changes? I didn't say that. There will be route changes, I'm sure. Like, the thing we don't know, Frontier and Spirit do have slightly different strategies. And Spirit has generally... Well, first of all, Spirit's always had more of an international focus with the Fort Lauderdale home base there, and now with Miami and and Orlando, they do a lot as well. 
and they go down even into northern and South America. So we'll probably see more of that, and you know maybe we'll see more of that from other parts of the country if there's a possibility, although I don't know how much there is for that. Um, but uh, the other thing is that Spirit has generally liked to fly places once a day, uh, if not a little more. And Frontier is all about like three days a week or four days a week or something like that. So, you know, you you find yourself in different types of markets. And so that's definitely one thing that I think we just don't really know. Um, And the other thing is the airports they like to serve. So Frontier has been 100 percent on let's get away from expensive airports. They left LAX. They're at uh, Ontario, Burbank, and Orange County now. Uh, they left Newark, and they've shifted most of their O'Hare flying to uh, Midway and most of their Houston Intercontinental flying uh, over to Hobby. So they're really focused on the airport costs. They don't really care about the, the big airport, whereas Spirit is the opposite. They like being in L.A. They love being at LaGuardia. They love uh, their new Miami focus city. Uh, they they really like the big airport and the, the primary airport. So, uh, you know, with a couple exceptions. So um, it, that it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Frontier loves their Trentons and, uh, you know, some of these airports that no one else really <laughs> touches. Uh, so we'll 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 see about that. Uh, yeah, Spirit has a pretty pretty big operation here in LAX, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if anything changes there. But we've talked a lot here about the differences between the airlines, or there or the similarities between the airlines. Are there any differences between the airlines? I mean, there are a few. I guess from a customer standpoint, the biggest difference is if you need more space, what are your choices? Right, and that's where Spirit has uh, a product that the people want to know. Is, is this going to continue the big front seat? I don't know. <laughs> but I do, yeah, so Spirit has the big front seat, and they have exit rows. Uh, Frontier has stretch seating, which is extra legroom economy uh, that you also pay up for. Uh, but big front seat is like a first-class seat. You just get nothing else but the seat. So will one or both survive? I don't know. I mean, if if I were a betting man, I would guess that stretch seating will survive. Um, Frontier's doing that now. If it wasn't working, they probably would have gotten rid of it uh, by now, but they must be getting some upsell on that. Uh, I would also bet that the big front seat may very well die a slow or quick death uh, because I know Spirit said that, you know, we think there's more opportunity. We haven't unlocked it yet. All the kind of things that make it sound like it's not quite paying for itself. Um, granted, that was a couple of years ago I had that conversation. Maybe they've figured it out by now. But I, I don't I don't know. I, I would think that the stretch seating option would end up having more uh, possibility of success here. Uh, OK. Uh, any final predictions on what's going to what's going to happen here? Ooh, let's see. We talked about the name. Yeah. We talked about the big front seat. Uh, <laughs> headquarters. <laughs> I. Who who's gonna pay the most? <laughs> uh, I'm still shooting for Spontier as the as the name. Spontier. <laughs> I like Spear Tier. Spear Tier. Spear Tier. Spearter. 
Uh, the oh. name, yeah. I, I mean, I still think it'll be Spirit I- unless someone can monetize, but we'll see. Uh, but yeah, for the headquarters, uh, I d- do not overlook the fact that Bill Frankie and Indigo Partners they are in Phoenix. Okay. So you know, so just screw Florida, screw Colorado. We're we're moving to Arizona. I mean, <laughs> there's another governor who's not above uh, nope. throwing something around there, so nope. maybe. Uh, no, that doesn't mean that that Colorado's out of the running or Florida, but, you know, he probably doesn't mind doing his day trips to Denver, but Florida's pretty far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe, uh, you know, a third option could avail itself as well. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that it has to be in one particular spot, uh, but... You know, I am. Uh, if I were a betting man, I'd say it stays west, but that's based on nothing. <laughs> All right, then I think that does it for this. Stay tuned uh, for what was going to be our regularly scheduled podcast about uh, airplane liveries. That's definitely for the for the non av geeks. Well, I guess the av geeks too. But uh, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna come out someday. But. Well, it, probably the next one, because that will be coming out the day of the Cranky Network Awards, yeah, which, which I am not going to be recording anything that nope. week, I'm sure. Thank you. Uh, thank you again to our sponsors for the Cranky Network Awards. Uh, please remember to rate and review this podcast on uh, iTunes uh, or Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, all of those places, wherever you get your podcasts, if they let you rate and review, please rate and review. It helps others find this show. 